Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Chaser Report Global World International News Headlines Update with Rebecca De Unamuno. A woman visiting her local Bunnings who claims that masks make it hard for her to breathe will soon need a machine to breathe for her. The woman, who live-streamed her encounter on Facebook, said the face masks make her feel like she's suffocating, which is exactly what she will tell doctors in two weeks' time when she is admitted to hospital. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg has called for a new baby boom to spur economic growth, asking all Australians to go and get fucked. Mr Frydenberg said that people were probably used to getting screwed by his announcements, but that this time he meant it. Iraq has deployed troops to bring peace and prosperity to the North American continent after the nation deployed thousands of forces to stabilise the region in the wake of recent political and social unrest. Asked how long the reconstruction of America would take, Iraqi officials said it would last exactly as long as it takes for them to fleece all of America's oil. That's the latest Chaser news. Check out chaser.com.au for more updates. Now it's time for a roundup of what's happening around the world with Dom, Charles and Nina. Thanks, Beck. International Global News World Roundup. So we're going to head to Japan, where fast food workers can now work from home thanks to a new robot. Have you guys heard of this robot? Its name is Orihime, and it actually goes by she, her pronouns. Got to know the pronouns. Yeah, even very for a 2020. Robot. Mm. Um, and she's quite cute. Actually, she looks a little bit like Wally, and she's very small. Mm. I love this robot. Without knowing anything about it, would you would you work with this robot? Well, I just want to understand. So you said that fast food workers can work from home. Does that mean that they're, like, controlling the robot as though it were a video game? How does that yeah, so they are controlling the robot and it means people can stay at home and they control her through the computer and speak to customers and facilitate food orders through this little robot. Wow. So the, so if you go to the drive-thru or whatever in, in Japan, you, you see the little robot and then you hear a voice going, would you like fries with that? Yeah. But, and, and if you go in store, they're just standing there behind the counter, are they? I think they're so small. I mean, she's so small. She, yeah, um, God. Orihime is her name. Yeah, and she's so small and she just sits kind of on top of the counter and then you just speak to this little robot. What, so her feet are on the counter? That's a bit mm. unhygienic. Yeah. Oh, she's, so, she's cute. so cute. Nina's just showed us a photo of it. Yeah, She's got a tiny little apron and a tiny little hat. And she's got a little uh, hole in the her forehead. So the, where the camera is. is to shoot bullets. <laughs> just shoot. <laughs> yeah. Probably t- I would totally work with Orihime. I think that, like, compared to working with Charles, as I've been doing for the past mm. 21 years, yeah, absolutely massive upgrade. Yep. I would I would work with her over Dom any day. Yeah. Yep. And what, what kind of robot do you reckon you could build to make your life easy, easier? Well, I was thinking, because you don't really, I don't want one for the workplace. Like, I quite enjoy my work, but uh, it's for home life. It's That's what you want a robot for, you to outsource all the, hard work of emotional labour of relationship. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, you know, do the whole chat to your son about how he's feeling nowadays and stuff like that or, you know, talk to your partner about 
how her day was or, you know, you know, check in on your parents every week, you know, all that sort of stuff. Just get the robot to do it. Why That'd be unreal. Well, what are you doing in the meantime? Are you just at home playing video games? Like are you one of those, yeah, just, like uh, those husbands on Reddit relationships that's just ignoring his family? No, I'll play Sims where you, where you get to interact. <laughs> where you build a different family yeah, yeah. and a better life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that sounds good to me, but I can think of a different use case, um, which is sending sending the robot to parties to socialise with people. And, and particularly when I was when I was single, like a, a flirting robot that can yes. actually talk to women for me and not be like, not just be really weird and sit in the corner crying. That would be an amazing upgrade, I think. But how would you then, would you then sort of slip in at, at three quarters time? Do you think slip is the appropriate <laughs> word to use it? Well, actually, yeah. that's a very The good robot's p- like, have you met my friend, <laughs> Dom? Yeah. Well, but actually, do you have to keep up the pretense? Do you have to keep on going, hello, I am the robot? Well, <laughs> it would be very disappointing. Well, imagine, imagine if this very debonair robot, like, chatted you up yeah. and was really witty and said all the right things, yeah. and then at some point it segues into actually yeah. just a terrible yeah. human being. Worst, no worst wing but, yeah, robot no, ever. Bugger <laughs> off, I want the robot back, <laughs> Slash her. <laughs> All right. Well, now we'll head to the Ukraine where a comedian named Vladimir Zelensky has just become president of the country. Mm. Yes. What do you reckon? As comedians, does this make you want to get into politics or? Oh, well, I think it's always good when, you know, comedians who, of course, have a career because their lives are so fucked up that they have to do sort of do so, do therapy on stage. I, I think that's a really positive thing that they then become, you know, Global leaders. Well, the thing, the reason that he was so popular is actually because he played um, a president on a TV show. Right. So he was the lead actor in the show, which was about a teacher who did um, a speech that went viral to his classroom. And in the speech, he said, "I could be president. Give me one week in the chair, and I'll I'll show them." And then he does, and he becomes president. Wow. And then the actor on that TV show became the actual president. Oh my! That's amazing. Goodness. I mean, that would be the equivalent of. Um, I suppose there's two ways this could go. Like you could elect Martin Sheen from the West Wing mm. president and yeah. he'd be lovely and sensitive and say all the right things as long as Aaron Sorkin was writing all of his words. He'd just be the best president ever and so kind and a bit of a drinking problem, a bit of MS, but otherwise awesome. Or it could be like electing the boss guy from The Apprentice yes. as boss of the world. <laughs> no. And I don't think that would go very well now. Yeah, that would never happen. Yeah, yeah. that would. That had never happened. But apparently during his campaign, he, he actually said nothing about his policies. He just relied on viral videos, stand-up comedy gigs and telling jokes in order to get people to vote for him. Wow. God, this makes me think. So because there's actually quite a few comedians who, who've sort of made it now. Well, probably yeah. in Italy that happened. Is was Beppe it, Grillo? Yeah. The yeah. five-star movement, well, I think. He, Al Franken the, the, you know, yeah. was a senator and then wasn't because of a joke that yeah. went horribly wrong. I've always, creepy. Thought, I've always thought Peter Dutton is is probably. The ultimate one-liner comedian. Yeah, he's like one of those Elliot Goblet-style deadpan comedians. You think it's That's a, why he's made it so far in Australian it's politics. It's just his dry sense of humour. Yeah, yeah. It's just so dry that everyone thinks it's true. No, I think he's evil. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, apparently people are not super happy about it because uh, Zelensky is backed by a controversial oligarch called uh, Kolomoyovsky. I hope I'm saying that right. And he's like kind of seen as a bit of a controversial big tycoon mm. figure yeah. that's bankrolling Zelensky. So everyone calls him Kolomoisky's puppet. And, oh, um, Nina, I don't think there's any chance that, you know, 
some idiot would get made put in charge of a country and, and you know, manipulated by someone sinister offhand, like, I don't know, Vladimir Putin or something. Yeah. That would never happen in the real yeah, world. Yeah, it's no. never it's never happened. But it was, I think it's quite funny because people who were interviewed about the election said, it's like when you go to a cheap supermarket and all of the fruit is rotten and you rummage around to find the least rotten piece. Wow, that's like the Labor leadership. <laughs> yeah, it's like Australian politics. Congratulations, Albo, the least rotten fruit. <laughs> All right, and now to lighter news in Las Vegas, uh, where a man has stolen a one-metre-tall, 23-kilogram dildo from a sex shop. Um, I just wanted to end on this story because I think it's really funny. <laughs> I just, like, I don't, I'm very sex positive. I'm all, I'm all to learn more about what's possible with the human body. What's the use case of this thing? Like, is, how, is there how a market? Is it, is it one metre? It's one metre tall yeah. and it's 23 kilograms, and he stole it. He mm. shoplifted it. Yeah. Did Which is how, did, how do you steal that well, one? I presumably notice. concealed it in an orifice. <laughs> no, no, no. The way you steal anything like that is you just put on high vis. You can get away with anything if you're wearing high vis. That's very sensible. Plus, you'd look so like smart. an yeah. actor in a dodgy porno. Just got to take this over here, love. Yeah. But, you know, clipboard in hand, just take it out. Yeah. yeah it'd be fine. That's really smart. Maybe yeah. I should wear high vis. That's what I'll... teens should do instead of dressing like grandmas. They should just. Dresses tradies. I do want to. I do want to get back to that question that Dom asked, which is, what is the use case for a one metre dildo? Nina, do you have any thoughts? <laughs> uh, look, it's good to have goals. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Um, no, I I have no idea. I think it's ornamental. Right. I, I certainly mm. hope it's ornamental. It'd be a yes. great conversation piece, wouldn't yeah. it? Like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> I know, but where would you put it in the house? Because mm. you wouldn't want to put it right yeah. up front because that's very confronting. Yeah. I think Do you put it, it in up- the bathroom? I think it would upset me because I sort of catch a glimpse of it out of the corner of my eye and I think, oh, God, it's Peter Dutton. <laughs> <laughs> how, guess how much it was as well, mm. the retail value. Well, I oh, reckon priceless. it was what? No, it would have been one of these. It would have been very expensive. It would have been something like five thousand dollars no, new, it was, and it would have been like five dollars well, used. Hey. Reckon, like, <laughs> one of those items be, that rapidly drops in value. I reckon it would be one of those items that would go up if you used, because anybody <laughs> that had a, you yeah. know. An the, orifice that that yeah. size was yeah. surely to be part of the Guinness World yeah. Book of Records. As like, seen on that virus vid- viral video. Yeah. Although I do think. So well, how much was it? Uh, it was 500 US. That's a bargain. Yeah. Bargain. We should get one. Where yeah. should I put it? I'll put it on the mantelpiece. Yeah. We'll put it in the podcasting studio. <laughs> wait a minute. We've got one here. Oh, no. Wait a minute. It's Dom. <laughs> God, if only I was 23 kilos. That'd be amazing. Anyway, that's all we have time for. And head to thechaser.com.au for the latest news headlines. We've hidden a giant tilde somewhere on the site. Your job is to find it. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.